0: What makes the good life the good life? This podcast is on a mission to find out. So join us as we explore the heartland's best and most honest voices. Venture to all four corners of York County because when it comes to quality of life, it's all about keeping it local. Brought to you by the York County Development Corporation. This is 17 County. Thank you for joining us today. Be sure to like, subscribe, and review our podcast. Doing this helps grow our podcast, and so we appreciate the help from our listeners. Uh, we, we need all the help we can get to kind of bust through those Google and Spotify algorithms to help grow our podcast, so we appreciate the help. Um, we'd also like to take the time to thank our members. Uh, without these great members, we wouldn't be able to do what we do here at YCDC, so I'd like to thank Cornstone Bank, uh, Central Valley Ag, Uh, Mead Lumber Company, uh, York General Healthcare Services, Community Title, uh, Chances Are Restaurant, and Heritage Realtors. Um, Just a few seven of our um, 190 plus members, and so we appreciate the support from from all of our members. Um, Yeah, and so members can be found at our membership directory um, at yorkdevco.com That's yorkdevco.com You can also find us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, all the social medias. And if you want to learn more about Uh, how to become a member you can also find information there so let's get to the interview our guest today is york county through and through she grew up on a family farm just west of benedict and north of bradshaw um, out in rural york county Uh, she didn't really quite identify with a hometown if you will um, but she went to school in bradshaw she spent her summers and sundays up in benedict and then uh, joined the family for their uh, shopping uh, there here in york Uh, After farming and raising a family for 16 years, she decided that she needed a real challenge uh, by opening up her own business. Um, That's a joke. Raising a family is probably a lot harder than anyone can actually imagine. So in 1997, uh, she bought Red's ribbons and trophies in McCool Junction and decided to move that up to York where we know it now as today as Crossroads Awards. So welcome to the show, Gina.
1: Thank you for having me. I am kind of a Hometown orphan, I think.
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, no, quite home, but yeah, call quite a few areas home. Mm-hmm, I'm sure. Mm-hmm. So I'm doing a kind of fun segment here to kind of kind of liven the energy up and loosen, getting everybody going. Um, last few kind of podcasts I did. Um, like uh, where would you go back in time or have asked some kind of weird questions. And this one, we're going to do like a top and a bottom three. So I'm going to call it a three-on-three. Three. So tell me your top three and bottom three for a certain topic. And our topic today is genres of music. So go ahead and give me your bottom three. We'll start with that oh, one first. Oh, bottom
1: three first. Um, oh, it's kind of hard to know what genre really is. Um, I would say probably like, bottom three um is opera a genre yeah yeah
0: <laughs> i would definitely call that a genre um,
1: maybe like baroque mu- mu- music mm-hmm. that was always kind of <laughs> weird maybe waltz is that it? <laughs> Hey, I, I'm, I'm going to count sure anything. There's, there's really no wrong answers here as far as I'm concerned.
0: So my bottom would be, I'm probably going to upset a few people with this. Polka is at the oh. top of my list of bottom. I've just never been a real fan of that. And I know quite a few people around here are. So I'm probably going to get too many fans with that, <laughs> with that answer. Um, classical music. I mean, I'm not opposed to like Mozart and things like that. It's just not really in my wheelhouse. And then, as far as a bottom one, I'm not too big. I like some like that techno stuff, but there's some stuff that's just way too weird for mm-hmm. me, even. And so that there's some stuff that gets too out there. So I think that's kind of kind of my bottom. Um, what's a uh, my top three though? I would have to do country, and then I'd have to say probably '80s '80s rock music, and then really any type of music that came out between the '90s and probably 2012, you know, since after I got out of college, I really quit paying attention to music. And Mm -hmm. so um, I really don't really like to box myself, but I really do like all types of music. I do like dubstep, I do like rock metal or whatever you want to call it and things like that. But those are my kind of top three. So what would be your top three?
1: Well, just along those lines, Just two weeks ago, we went to, two weekends in a row, we went to polka.
0: Oh, my goodness. They <laughs> don't dance.
1: But um, we went down to um, Stone Creek, had oh, great. Yeah. Uh, polka, and she made polka fun. Um, <laughs> she could make any, I don't even know her name, so I can't really give her a shout out, but um, she turned any song into polka. They... Um, Oh. Even did Thunderstruck. She polka everything.
0: <laughs> yeah. That's kind of neat. So that neat. was
1: fun. And then we went down to Milligan one weekend, too, and, and they always have fun down there. So polka can really be fun, even if you don't necessarily like it, but I understand. <laughs> um, I'd have to agree with the country. Um, we like country, and as a matter of fact, today is Willie Nelson's birthday. And I didn't know favorite. that. My favorite. Oh, <laughs> right on. So, um, yeah, the a little bit older country. Fun fact. The newer, newer country, um, not so much, but... Um, Southern rock, I like southern rock, and probably any of the rock and roll that come out of the 60s and 70s. 70s was my my era, so there's a lot of good music. Always good 70s. time with yeah. music
0: and good memories and things like that when mm-hmm. thinking about music. So <laughs> Speaking of memories, we'll talk a little bit about your upbringing. Uh, so tell me a little bit about your family and, and kind of what, what your upg- upbringing was like um, out on the farm.
1: Okay, well, as you mentioned, we lived out... What I felt like growing up was way out in the country, in the middle of nowhere. Um, I had, we come from a pretty large family, but my first three siblings were married by the time I was six years old, so they were, so I had nieces and nephews when I was pretty young. Yeah, we lived out on the farm and just, that was most our job in the summer, Um, we didn't really get to go into town to do, I did play softball once I got into junior high, but you know you just didn't do things when you were real young in the summer. It's or, not like
0: today where when no. you were in seven when you're seven years old, you're <laughs> right, getting right, chucked right. around every soccer oh, practice yeah, Before or...
1: that even and, and didn't do preschool or anything, so didn't really even know anybody till I was five years old and went to school um yeah, I went to school at Bradshaw. um
0: what were some kind of of life like you said you had? siblings that you were the youngest of six or five um, your five number five that, of that six
1: five of six yeah and
0: so what was it like having those older siblings you know kind of being around or yeah what was that they kind were of like?
1: they all uh well my brother fred of course farmed with dad so they lived right there on the farm um my other two sisters moved away oh just moved away in nebraska here so yeah a lot of weekends were either spent going to see them or them coming to see us and and again You know, my nieces and nephews are more like probably age of most people's cousins, Cousins you know, so yeah, Mm -hmm. we had, um, you know, real close nieces and nephews that way, and so that was fun, we went camping a lot, especially um, with my one sister and her family, we'd meet them and go camping, and Whenever it rained, we could go camping. That was the only time.
0: <laughs> <laughs> when you, when I was, saw that in your questionnaire, I got to thinking. I was like, "Yeah, oh, that's an odd time to go <laughs> raining or go camping." Is in during the rain, and then it made sense. Yeah. That's the only free time you have. You yeah. can't be out in the field when it's yeah. when One it's raining. One thing I remember
1: about camping, it was always wet and rainy. But that's, that's when we could get away. Take yeah. advantage of those opportunities
0: yeah. when you can. So yeah, that, that that's awesome. Mm. So what were some of the chores or things like that you remember about uh, we, uh, growing up? You know, uh, out on the farm. What kind of, of? Was did you have animals or was it just? Uh, um, no,
1: we. By the time I came along, which my parents were almost forty when I was born, so they'd been farming about twenty years. Um, I guess we had a few cattle, but um, for the most part, it was crop farming. So we had a, chopped a lot of sunflowers and. Rogued a lot of fields, and that's when moved a lot of pipe. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> moved a lot of pipe. That was before pivots. so
0: It's kind of yeah, nice wait. to have those pivots these days. It <laughs> is, yeah. yep, that's for sure. And so you mentioned um, you went to school in Bradshaw, so tell me a little bit about you know what was um, school kind of like.
1: Okay, well, I did a little bit of sports, volleyball mostly. Um, mostly speech and drama, which was fun back then, not near as competitive. I follow York's speech and drama team and they just have done such a great job. We didn't get to do that many things and um, it wasn't quite as big as what it is now, but that was what I did mostly with speech and drama. Um, I was in band and um, that was really about it.
0: What'd you play in band? Trumpet. You were a trumpeteer. Uh-huh. <laughs> What did you do in volleyball then? Were you Did you, were you like a certain position, like center back, Setter, short center? And short, am <laughs> short. <laughs> yep. Can't quite get yeah. up over that net sometimes, I guess. Yeah, that makes sense. Are you still a fan of volleyball then? Yeah, Is, yeah. I do, love to watch do you volleyball. get down to very many volleyball games? No,
1: nope, just been to a Just watch it. Do you watch mm-hmm, it? Mm-hmm, probably mm-hmm, all,
0: and listen, yeah, probably yeah. every yeah. time they're on the shop. Yeah, you probably listen girls, to them. Girls quite basketball
1: a bit. was just starting when I was in high school here. So I didn't. That's
0: crazy I didn't really to think ever, about. That, I know, yeah, yeah, that we're not too far removed from mm-hmm. girls' athletics mm-hmm. just kind of being a new, right. Right. new thing. And so talk about you know starting a family. You know how you know how did that all come about? You know after you know what did you do after you know you graduated and then you know mm-hmm. until that time period when you met Todd. So well, we Todd that. and I
1: met in high school, well actually junior high, we um as I my um grandmother lived in. Benedict. My parents were Benedict. They both graduated from Benedict High School, so all of our family was pretty much Benedict. So we went to church at the Lutheran Church in Benedict, and Todd went to the Methodist Church in Benedict, and our Sunday schools combined when we were in junior high. So we met that way and started dating and got married out of high school, so... Um, didn't really do much after high school, but that, so. <laughs>
0: Started right um, into, did, yeah, yep, did you start he, a family just right yep, after that, yeah, shortly after? pretty
1: much, yeah. And he and I, we farmed, um, raised hogs for quite a while, probably about mm, 13, 14 years, raised hogs, but now we just do grain farming and and then bought the store, did that too, so.
0: Uh, talk to me about your uh, your children. So I know you have three, mm-hmm. right? So yep. talk to me a little bit about them. Justin,
1: our oldest, he um, has shut concrete. He lives. He and his family live west of or east of Benedict. I'm sorry, east of Benedict, and they have two kids and they go to Cross County to school. Um, his wife cuts hair up in Strongsburg, and then our daughter Jill. She lives in Lincoln and she's uh, married to Nick and they have two children and she's a realtor in Lincoln. And then Jordan farms with us right now. Um, lives out on a farm that I grew up on. So, um he farms with us and he maybe you've seen him around. He's singing a little bit.
0: i so, I started yeah. to notice that yeah. that he's doing a little bit more of that, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. um over yeah. the last when did he start actually kinda well he kinda started joking in college, around with that yeah. Yeah.
1: college. He was doing it, um he went to northwest Missouri State and he sang down there at a bar and come back up here and he's yeah he's had quite a few um opportunities it's been here, great so. yeah seeing yeah. him
0: have all those different things and i know he's going to be at the county fair i believe yep. he's going to be opening for that so yeah. that's going to be mm-hmm. exciting everybody go check out that yeah um,
1: jordan chuck yeah we'll be <laughs> a
0: couple weeks or we'll probably be a couple months away by the time this comes out so yeah yeah we'll have to yeah everyone go check that out uh, so what what is it like, you know, um, you know, raising a family, you know, on a farm? You know, what's, you know, what's that mm-hmm. like? You know, I know you grew up on one, but what was yeah. it like, you know, on the other side of that, you know, yeah. raising the family and all, you know, the di- well, differences? Well,
1: the, the kids were busier than I got to be, which was okay. Um we didn't live that far from Benedict, so they did they played ball and but we still had a lot of work to do on the farm and with kids on the farm, you always have something, some opportunity for them to keep busy and I think they learn a a really good work ethic on the farm, and um, we had the hogs, we've had sheep, I guess as well. Um, of course, then we were involved in 4-H, and um, the kids didn't ever really get involved in FFA because the schools didn't have it at that time. Mm-hmm. But uh, the 4-H was a real big important thing to them, and it's just always just good to be out where you have a lot of room and.
0: In your mind, in your mind, what, um, what, you know, kind of is, you know, some of the things, you know, that, you know, kind of helps you growing up, you know, on a farm versus, you know, not having that opportunity. So what are the things that kind of some of the natural kind of benefits of growing up on a farm? Mm
1: -hmm. Well, you do have the animals and you have access to, to different kinds of animals, um, and the work ethic is is really the main thing, and I think kids definitely can learn a work ethic in town too. But um, you just learn how to work together with your family and.
0: It's probably a lot easier, you know, waking up, or I mean, I don't know, but you know, when you're, I guess, when you're learning how to work at age like nine or ten, mm-hmm. um, and it's your dad that's coming in and waking you up at mm-hmm. five in the morning, and you know, telling you, I bet it's a lot easier to learn that lesson at that point. Than when you're you know probably 15 and you're, you know getting a call from your boss, hey where are you? You need to get to work. You know those are two very different conversations, but they're you know it's sales of the sell sale the boss talking to the employee, but it's you know father son over here versus mm-hmm. um, that over there. So I think you know getting that opportunity to grow up on a farm and get exposed to that you know accountability where if uh, Whatever doesn't get fed, they don't eat, and then right. that you know leads to this and leads to that, and that there's you know um, uh, what am I trying to say that there there's um, outcomes from your actions and things mm-hmm, like that, mm-hmm. and so um, you oh, learn definitely. that a lot quicker, I feel like on a farm I, not saying you don't learn it you know and, you know I grew up in town and I learned all those things, but mm-hmm. I feel like it just comes at you a lot faster and a lot bigger maybe on a farm, so mm-hmm. is that kind of accurate yeah I, or? Think,
1: I think you're right um yeah when the your boss can ground you, that makes a difference too <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um you know your boss feeds you too, so <laughs> <laughs> take away your car i mean yeah. yeah so yeah you know and and another thing about the farm is I think you learn you learn how to drive at a young age, you learn how to operate things, a lot of common sense you just get exposed to all to, those yeah. things
0: at a much yeah. when you're when you're such a sponge mm-hmm. at such a young age and you get yeah. exposed to all those things between ages five and 12 as opposed to, mm-hmm. I mean, some kids in the city don't expose to those exact same things until they're 12. And it's much harder for them to absorb right. those types of things. Right. And so um, not that they can't, or that it should be a barrier for them or anything like that. But you know, it's, it's just, mm-hmm. you know, what it is, it's easier to learn when you're younger. Okay. And so yeah, um, yeah that, that's kind of kind of neat. You know, I've always been sort of envious of my, you know, farm friends, you know, I, I did 4-H and, and things like that. I always kind of you know, wish I had the opportunity to do the um, uh, the calf and everything like that, mm-hmm. bottle feeding a calf and, um, you know, showing um, beef and everything like that. So that would have been mm-hmm. kind of neat. Yeah,
1: it's a good so, experience.
0: For sure, for sure. So what was the connection to buying a business? You know, how did you... Get in touch with Red's Ribbons. Were you working there or was there, what was the connection?
1: Um, Well, I was working in retail at the time and, um, my friend Cindy and I had, uh, we were on the ball, ball committee in Benedict when the kids were playing ball and needed to order ribbons and trophies for our, um, tournament. So we went down to McCool to actually order them. We had a shop down there and, um, Just thought, oh, this would be kind of fun to do, and probably was a a couple years later it came up for sale, so we went ahead and bought it, and um, it is fun. (laughs) A lot of. What were some of those first
0: like learning curves? I'm sure, Uh, like you had, I'm see, like you said, you had no experience, so I'm sure there was a lot of learning curves. You know, so talk to me about that.
1: Um, he had a. Red had a lady that had been working for him and she stayed working for me, which was great. Um, otherwise I don't know where I'd be if she hadn't stayed on, but, um, yeah, just learning how to order and how to manage um, inventory and manage customers. And, um, it's a very seasonal, it's a very seasonal uh, of the four seasons is split up into several little seasons and so the time goes by real quickly and it just kind of jumps from one thing to another. And um, technology is a big part of it, which I didn't really realize that would be so much, but um, you know, computer, everything's computerized, which is good and um, learning graphic design a little bit and just how to manage time and inventory and um, so yeah there there's been a lot of things I didn't even dream would be a part of it but
0: a lot of problems that you didn't even know were going to be problems <laughs> yeah, and right, things like right. that yeah things that just come up so what were you mentioned some seasons how how did your seasons kind of break down i mean we all have our fall winter spring yeah. so what what comes well, within your like I always, your, I always like,
1: say my my year rolls around with the boy scouts kind of start first in january february they kind of start with their uh pinewood derbies and things like that um the schools are still not doing a whole lot during January and February yet. But then, uh, speech and drama is going on, and um, then after that, the schools start to get busy with the track, and then the end of the year. So the right college, about now in April, yeah. you're probably
0: hands yeah. yeah knee deep in track awards yep, and track everything.
1: And um, the college, um, they do a lot of business with me, and and they start in with their year end awards and honoring. People and have their graduation awards. And at the same time, the school's doing their year end awards, which is a lot of like small engraving and small jobs. Um, then we kind of move in a little bit of a break before summer starts, and then you've got the ball tournaments and car shows, which all consist of like bigger orders. So they seem to go a lot easier and a lot better. The fairs um, are coming along, and I used to produce a lot of the fair ribbons, um, but because of the age of my equipment and not being able to get a lot of parts and stuff, I've kind of.
0: I remember the ribbon print.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yep, I don't even have that machine uh. anymore. Um, I've kind of just gone to ordering fair ribbons, but I do the medals and the trophies for the fairs, so that the. Um, summer business is, like I say, bigger orders that seem just to go so much smoother than the year, school year end orders. They, it just gets a little bit hard that time of year. Um, so then you have, you know, baseball and then the fairs and then school starts again. And, and the schools in the fall, I don't have a whole lot, you know, with them. It really starts to slow down at that point. Um. And then we get to late fall and early winter when everybody's kind of doing their year-end, maybe corporate awards where they're honoring um, people for years of service and Mm -hmm. things like that. So I don't do a lot of Christmas type of business because, that you know, more gifts. I'm getting a little bit more into the gift area, but I've been a little bit hesitant to do that just because – I kind of like that time for a break, mm-hmm. but there are some items I'm doing now that kind of will give me more opportunity to do personalized gifts if I choose to. So,
0: so for the unfamiliar listener, what is, ex- <laughs> what would you say Crossroads Awards provides <clears> as <throat> far as services?
1: Okay. Well, originally when I bought it, it was mainly just awards or trophies and ribbons and medals. I mm-hmm. would say, um, that has changed. I, hardly really sell a trophy anymore. It's more awards, which the award lines have changed a lot. They're... they're, I always think there's something that people would like sitting around on their shelves.
0: Less of those wood-based plastics screwed together things like that. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah,
1: and more resin awards that maybe look like decoration rather than the trophies. So that's changed a lot. Um, And then so engraving i do a lot of engraving personalization Um, something that's come along in the last few years is digital design to where i can use graphics a lot more Um, graphics and color so your general plaque you know could be engraved but it could also be something with a graphic or a picture photo things like that on it Um, so then that part of the business that's where I could do more gift items. Um, I have started doing beverage wear, mugs with pictures on them or graphics, uh, mugs and um, tumblers and things like that, that I can print on. Um, well, there's just a tons of things. Signage, I can do signage with pictures. Um,
0: so if so, I you know if I have a company here in town and I bring in my company <clears> logo, would you be able to put together a few like mugs and tumblers sure. and things mugs, like that um koozies. graduations mm-hmm. and things like yeah, that
1: yeah, 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 I can personalize things for graduations, weddings um anything you see if you go to um websites like personalization dot com there's different websites like that I can do most of those most of those things do all that in-house, yeah. Yeah, so I haven't advertised that a whole lot, um, just because it's kind of a new thing to me, but mm-hmm. it is something I would definitely like to do more of, yeah.
0: Definitely, definitely. What was it, you mentioned, um, you know, kind of a little bit about the learning curves. What are kind of the biggest differences you have between your first years and today? You know, are you? what would you say, I mean, are the, you know, kind of the biggest differences?
1: Well, I've upgraded all the equipment, Um, so computer-wise and everything is way different. Um, Back when I first started, um, the computer, everything was just really old-fashioned. So um, just learning to um, the different programs, graphic programs and things like that that I've had to do, which is is great because it's really helpful and can do so much more with it.
0: I'm sure, it's frustrating over the years your vendors changing and things like that, like you are know, having to find new vendors oh, because yeah. old vendors go out um, of business. Does that happen quite a bit? Not
1: not really too bad. Um Or
0: are they pretty good about I passing have, you on to someone um, else, you know, if yeah, they're going out. I,
1: the only thing I think my ribbon supply people have changed. Um but even then they've they've consolidated so you didn't have to necessarily look for a new one, they just consolidated into consolidated into one. But no, most of my vendors I've been with for the whole 22 years that I've been doing it. Um, good great. relationship with them. I can't say enough about the vendors I've worked with. They they've always been really good, very helpful, um close by. I can get most of most of my supplies in in the next day. Um so I don't have to keep a large inventory. I can just um order and get things in right away and always in stock and things like that so
0: and then is it just you at the shop or is it yeah it's uh, pretty much me um
1: that's what's nice about being able to involve family the kids have all worked there um i've um employ high school kids a lot of times right now i do have my nephew our nephew working with me just out of high school so he's working with me now and it's it's nice having young kids because they all know how to they really catch on to the computer stuff quickly and
0: so you got him doing some of the engraving Mm -hmm. and working on the digital design and stuff like that
1: yeah he's learning a lot of that yeah
0: that's good yeah that'll be real handy over there as your year starts to roll in Mm -hmm. and hopefully we can start i don't want to talk about too much but how was last year kind of impacted (laughs) for you i don't want to spend too much time Um, but how did that work out for you
1: um yeah didn't it was down about 55 percent for the whole year um yeah i still kind of remember the day when kind of got that first call of uh we don't know if we're going to have this event and then after that it just was one thing after another that that got canceled or you know they said we're just not going to have the event so um the one good thing was i had already done a lot of the track meets um that the schools had. So even though they didn't have their track meets, they went ahead and paid for the, the, award. uh, the awards that I had done last year. And um, so I kind of had that cash flow. Now this year, of course, they're using those awards, so I don't necessarily <laughs> have that this year. So it's kind of been a two-year cycle for me. But yeah, summer was um, really slow. I had a few car shows, but you know, nobody really wanted to invest in the awards if they were going to get canceled. And not um, have the event. Yeah, on yeah. Friday before the car show. So, you know, some of them they did a few trophies, but not near what, what they would normally do if they had sponsors and things. So, yeah, it was an interesting year. Um, I guess because we farm also, I didn't, I was able to kind of weather through that year and mm-hmm. didn't have to uh close up, but... um so, I'm back this year and hopefully already it's been way different.
0: I was so, going to say everything's yeah. probably been much different yeah. already than these first 4 months have been way different yeah, than it's, last year's it's 4.
1: busy. So, I'm really hoping everybody gets back to their summer festivals and and that they're bigger and better than ever, so.
0: I think it's going to be a breakout year for yeah. people that want to yeah. have festivals and things like that. Yeah. I think people are going to show up in record mm-hmm. numbers yeah. to to just about anything. Well, I mean, Look how many people showed out to the uh, Easter egg drop thing. Yes, just had, oh yes. <laughs> you know, just south of town. <laughs> I was crazy. <laughs> yeah, I was talking with Vicki Northrup about that, and she mm-hmm. said, you know, that was phenomenal. Very thankful yes. for everyone that came out. But the amount of people that came out, it was almost yes. too many. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, that, that, that was a great thing to have. Um, so talk to me a little bit about, you know, life here in York County. I understand being a farmer and marrying into a farmer family, I mean sticking around is what you kind of do. And so, you know, but why have you enjoyed, you know, living here in York County and, and everything like that?
1: Well, I think we don't always know what other people worry about in other parts of the country. You know, and that's something I think in the last couple of years we've been more aware of. Um, we're, a, we're a safe community. We safety in, in so many ways, Um environment wise and um, crim- you know with crime safe and things like that um, we just have a lot of common sense and people just help each other and um, we just seem to you know get along with our neighbors so well and things like that I just you know I just a good community to live in this whole whole county is
0: i didn't really appreciate that you know growing up here i'm growing up here you 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 just don't realize it because you haven't really lived anywhere else that so when i moved away and you know i got exposed to kind of how really different you know a lot of communities are like not everybody waves and not everybody was Mm -hmm. friendly and when you live in a big city um, people just don't go out of the way to do the things that they do around here and so i was very kind of fortunate to have that in my life and get to come back here and, and everything. Very one of a kind, you know, part of the world just, you know, you know, and it's not just York I mean, it's the whole region, but I mean, York County, you know, what I can speak for for that. I mean, yeah, everybody around here, whether you're in Henderson or Bradshaw or Benedict or, or wherever, I mean, yeah, the people have been, you know, nothing but, nothing but friendly. Mm-hmm. So what do you share with others, you know, um, when you're out, you know, if you have, like if you meet traveling, or if you have uh, friends and family, or what do you tell others about, you know, living here in, in York, and in York County?
1: Well, I always kind of joke that I don't want them to know how good it is, because I don't want them to move here. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Our little <laughs> own secret, yeah.
1: Um, no, I, you know, one thing, um, the schools are great, um, so I, I'm always impressed at the, um families that moved back that were associated with York College at one time and, and after they graduate and they move back here um, and raise their families. And I just, I think we have good schools and and um, good things for the kids to do. So it's just a great place to raise a family. I don't, can't really beat it for that.
0: How would you kind of describe, do you have any like kind of, um, maybe even in the, you know, in your business or your personal life, just an example of, you know, how supportive the community has been to maybe you or your business or anything like that? Um, Do you have anything that kind of comes to mind? Any, like, stories?
1: Well, not really stories so much. Um, I just know throughout the years, community has always been supportive of each other. You know, I, I had a brother who passed away from cancer. And before that, they, you know, the community just really turned out for him um, with some benefits and things like that. And we do that for so many people in our community, the benefits we have to help out um, people that are having a hard time. We've always done that Um, business wise. um, Schools have been really supportive. The towns, Area towns that um, you know they come to me for their events, and it's always an honor to be able to make awards for people that are being honored, whether they're firemen or um, you know, healthcare workers or so many people in our community. And it's just a really nice thing when they come to me and ask me to do those awards for them. Um, I'm always kind of surprised at how many people don't know. About my business, um, they kind of wander in or headed my direction for some reason, and they say, well, "I didn't even know you were here." Or, "How long <laughs> have you been here?" And I say, "Oh, twenty plus years." And 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 that's the, you know that's part of my fault. I'm not a big outgoing salesperson. So, um, and I think the Chamber of Commerce does a great job trying to promote the downtown businesses. So.
0: I think your word of mouth um, references yeah. have done pretty good for you if you've <laughs> yeah. made it this far. Yeah, yeah.
1: Um, but I like I said, the chamber, all the things they do to support our businesses have been great. Um, the different things they do to to get people downtown and keep the downtown active is has really been helpful
0: most certainly yeah i mean the chamber does a great job i mean between their sip and stroll and every other type of event i mean they get quite a few people downtown so yeah those those things are, are are great very necessary for the community so we'll jump into our kind of rapid fire questions here to kind of round out the interview um this first one is i just i just want to keep everything positive here so we'll um we'll talk about the most positive part of the pandemic um and the one that i've kind of been sharing um has been uh family um, we just got the with the, being locked down. You know, we had the opportunity to spend more time with family than we mm-hmm, ever got mm-hmm. to do before. So a lot of those things that you know would have other taken a taken our time away from, we got to spend more time with family, and so that was really nice and very and very um, good um, for those that had family close to them. Yeah, I understand yeah. the um, for those. Um, Being locked away from family could be tough, but it was great to be around the ones that were you were directly around Mm -hmm. and get more time with. What about you?
1: Um, Kind of similar um, as empty nesters. It was really hard at first not to be able to go around. We we do a lot of um, Jumping around to the different restaurants and things in the different communities and that kind of stopped and so we started soon after um, oh, people kind of started getting out again. We had a lot of what we called patio parties or oh, great. Yeah. fire pit Fridays, and, yeah. and that kind of actually was better than going out to restaurants because you just had more time and you didn't have the distractions of eating and um, feeling had, rushed to get yeah, out of there. Just or, had yeah. some good conversations with friends and that wouldn't have had otherwise. So no, that's it's good. It's been really fun.
0: Next question: What is your favorite way to spend a day off? Um, you know, if you have a day to yourself to do whatever, how are you spending it?
1: Probably anything outside if it's nice out. (laughs) Um, a lot of day trips. We like to take some day trips around.
0: What's like a favorite place that you Um, head out to?
1: Well, we love to go. We like to go to breweries, um, breweries and distilleries. Um, probably our favorite brewery is Lazy Horse. Oh, yeah. Ohio, so we like to go down there Saturdays or Sundays.
0: Yeah, it's really, they got a lot of good food and a lot mm-hmm. of different mm-hmm. uh, good selections to choose mm-hmm. from. Yeah, I was yeah. just down there a couple months ago and yeah, it was the first time I was down there and I was impressed with yeah. how big and he gave us a tour of the whole back area mm-hmm. and everything mm-hmm. like that. He's a very interesting guy. Yeah. Yeah. Really cool place. Mm-hmm. Um, what is a favorite restaurant in York County? Um, or I guess if you have a couple, I know you just mentioned you you ventured around <laughs> to a few. So, um, if you got a couple, that's that's fine. Well, but what's your favorite restaurant?
1: Just probably about any of them. Um, probably Carries, and we do like to go over to the Bradshaw Roadhouse. Bo- Hold yeah, Bulldog, Bulldog Roadhouse. Mm-hmm. Um, they have great pizza. So oh yeah, they do. get over there once in a while.
0: For sure. For mm-hmm. sure. And then a favorite meal, whether it's a home-cooked meal or something that you, you, li- you, you like it.
1: Favorite meal is probably any meal that anyone else makes for me. <laughs> <laughs> but I do like seafood, anything seafood.
0: Awesome, yeah. Mm-hmm. Kind of hard to find great versions of that around here, but yeah. I mean, yeah, you can still get it. Uh, favorite memory in York County. What's, what's something that um, kind of sticks out as a memory mm-hmm. for you?
1: Oh, I would say probably softball games and football games with my kids when they were playing, probably the best.
0: Yeah, there's are always good, mm-hmm. yeah, traveling around all those things yeah. and handing out the juice packets and being responsible for those types of things, <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> if you could spend 10 days in any part of the world, uh, where would that be? Uh, anywhere.
1: Mm. Probably short answer would be Germany. Um but long answer this one's kind of different. Um I would like to take a trip back in time.
0: Oh, yes, <laughs> creativity. About,
1: um oh, maybe about 1930 and just spend several days in York County and just see how things were, what the farms looked like, where the houses were, what the fields looked like and spend time in York. What did the businesses look like? What businesses were there? What did the buildings look like? I just always, I think about that driving around
0: and, um, I think to spend 10 days in 1930 would be incredible. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Just to kind of learn how everything was. I like the creativity with the answer. That was a good <laughs> answer. Um, what's a favorite county or local event that, um, you kind of look forward to every year? Um, whether it's York Fest or, sip and Stroll. Or the community events you know benedict days or bradshaw you know what what kind of things do you look forward to
1: oh i think mostly with the family was the county fair Mm we Mm -hmm. did we did that um but um, maybe in town york in town event i do enjoy the sip and stroll get to see so many people and um, have people come in and that's Have you gotten money. to
0: participate in that or have no. you always been a vendor the yeah, whole time? Ah, yeah, oh, yeah. You have to have your nephew <laughs> yeah. watch the store this year and then you can yeah, bounce around a little bit Yeah, That'd yeah. be fun. Awesome. So we're going to round up the interview here. Just kind of close it out with a few things here. Um, this last segment is just kind of a, a fun segment just to talk about kind of the fun things going on in our, our lives, any positivity or anything like that um, I'll, I'll start off with Um, I'm really enjoying the warmer weather that we're starting to get. I know the last couple days weren't the best, but it was almost a 90 degree day at one point this week. And so we're looking to have another one in the next couple days. So I'm enjoying that warmer weather coming around. I'm starting to make things better. What about you?
1: Okay. Well, um, I think that we're finally coming out of this uh, pandemic. I feel like around here, things are pretty much normal. Um, You still hear a lot of Areas that aren't normal, so that's another good thing about living here. I think we just um, come through this a lot more normal than than a lot of states and even cities, so a big thing right now.
0: Yeah, yeah. That, was, that was great throughout the whole pandemic just in general. I mean, YCDC did an ad campaign across um, Midwest states where we were trying to get across that, you mm-hmm. know, the nation may be closed, but we're trying to... know still remains a resemblance of normalcy around here in the Midwest you know we can still you know go walk outside and you know not feel like we're you know breaking any laws by walking across (laughs) the street or you know walking over to your friend's house or something like that so yeah that was that was really great over the last kind of year Um, but yeah thank you for your time Uh, I also want to thank our uh, members again so I want to thank Cornerstone Bank Central Valley Ag Mead Lumber um, York General York um, General Healthcare and Health Services uh, Union Bank and Trust and Renewed Horizon once again just a few of our um, 190 plus members that we have supporting uh, YCDC so if you are interested about becoming a member you can check that out at yorkdevco.com and so I'll leave you with the final thoughts just <laughs> okay. say whatever you want to kind of close out if there's a quote, words of wisdom whatever you want to say to kind of leave it the floor is yours
1: Well, I just um, appreciate you asking me to do this. I've enjoyed your previous um, interviews with people. If you haven't got a chance, if people out there haven't got a chance to listen to those, um, they're really interesting. I always love to hear stories about why people come to York County since I've always just been here myself and haven't ventured very far. It's just really interesting to hear why and how people um, found their way to York County and what they like about it and what they appreciate about it and a lot of your interviews have have uh, touched on those topics and so um, I think you guys are doing a great job here and, and York's just a really great place to be and glad glad to be here
0: awesome well thank you for everything thank you for your time today and I'll let you get back to it thank you for your time and have a good thank one thank you this is 17 county brought to you by the york county development corporation in nebraska for more information about life and opportunity in the heartland visit yorkdevco.com come grow with us and if you liked this episode be sure to rate and review 17 county on apple podcasts or wherever you listen